What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Benitez. And listen, I want to welcome every new listener from this past weekend's fall festival, which we call Oktoberfest. I want to welcome you guys in from the Green Meadows Park Fall Festival that we had. Um, it was an awesome time, Dre. I mean, you're, my wife is in the studio. Um, I had a blast. I don't know about you, but I had a great time. The weather was perfect. It was like um, it was like summer in October, which was awesome. But then it got really nice and windy, and it was really, really refreshing, especially for uh, for us being out there and preaching and doing a bunch of fun stuff. So I want to welcome you guys in. It's an awesome honor to have you guys tune in. Listen, today I'm going to be talking about God's grace, which we always do. Every episode, our intention is to talk about the Lord's undeserved favor, his goodness, his grace, his unmerited love, his unconditional love, and Jesus and his finished work on the cross for us. And before that, I want to give you guys a quick update. Since we just finished our first uh, annual Oktoberfest this past weekend, we are going to be doing a Thanksgiving festival next month. It's going to be an awesome one. For the fall festival, we handed out pumpkins, candies, goodie bags. We gave away a TV. Uh, we paid. Uh, we gave away some cash cards for groceries. Um, we had a good time. We had uh, now our new friend, which was Ethan's friend. Ethan Wise, what's up, bro? I know you're listening, so what's up, man? Um, he introduced us to uh, this guy named Nick Rumor. Awesome, awesome, really gifted young man. Um, and he was freestyling for like 30, 40 minutes, I would say. And uh, he's really gifted by God, so that was lots of fun. So my new friend also, so what's up, bro, if you're listening in? Thanks for uh, coming out this past weekend. But for Thanksgiving, we're going to do something very similar. But obviously, I'm not going to give out pumpkins for Thanksgiving. It's kind of awkward. I'm going to be giving out, um, or our team is going to be giving out uh, turkeys. Turkeys for the community, uh, goodie bags for the children, and many other things. So I want to encourage you, listener, um, if you've been listening to us for quite some time and you feel um, the love of God has really touched your life, the grace of God has liberated you, has set you free, I want to encourage you to uh, partner with us, whether it's, you know, hey, I really feel moved to give one turkey. Now, first of all, I don't want like a live actual animal turkey, you know, gobbling, gobbling, kind of just alive. I'm, I'm talking about actual turkeys that we can give out for people to cook nice, warm Thanksgiving meals. So if you feel moved and you feel liberated by God's grace, I really want you to partner with us. We're going to be doing a Thanksgiving festival. We're going to be doing a Christmas festival, many other things going on that are really going to help the communities. And not only that, but really uh, begin to break down religious bondages and ideas that God is a demanding God. He's not. God is not a demanding God, first of all. God is not a demanding God. Jesus is not a condemning judge. Uh, you know, I, you guys ever seen those t-shirts? Dre, I probably, you probably saw it. Maybe like you're walking in Venice Beach and you see this like t-shirt and it said, and there's like a picture of Jesus. And then he says, I saw that. 
You, you ever seen that one? That's not how he is, okay? First of all, he doesn't see you when you make a mistake. All right, I'm going to get into all this, but I want you to, that is that is the majority of the reason why we do what we do. Obviously, because we've been, I've been touched by the love of God and, and, and I'm constrained to do this. I'm, I'm compelled out of my own free will, out of the love of God that is in my heart. But ultimately, my, my dedication and agenda that God has put me on this earth for my generation is to destroy all that garbage. Literally, I'm here to destroy every religious doctrine, every religious mindset that thinks and paints Jesus as a demanding, condemning judge who is harsh on you. He is not. I'm here to destroy and whoever falls as a casualty in the midst of it, I'm sorry, but I'm here to destroy any type of notion or mindset that puts God in a freaking cell that he is harsh, that he is an angry God, that he is looking at you, that he is a perfectionist and you need to, you know, you need to get right or you get left behind. You need to repent or else. Jesus or hell. I'm here to destroy all that BS. I'm sorry. I'm here to destroy that garbage. I'm here to completely light that trash on fire and shine forth the love and grace of Jesus Christ. That he has for all of us because that's who he is god is love so with that being said we're going to be doing a thanksgiving festival this next couple of weeks next month in november if you feel compelled by the love of god out of your own free will whether it's hey i need to i want to donate some turkeys i want to donate a sound system i want to donate some some clothes whatever it is whatever it is we are here to partner with you as a team to destroy those garbage religious chains and to shine forth the love and grace of Jesus to the entire city of LA of Los Angeles of Los Angeles my Spanish came out Los Angeles so um that's my little um ministry update so again welcome everyone in today we're going to be talking about God's grace but I'm going to focus in on one very 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 important very important I would say mindset it's not even a mindset, it's a belief. Because we, we have to understand this. Are you ready? Write this down. Christianity is not about right doing. Christianity is about right believing. Now also write this down. There is a difference between knowing in your head and believing in your heart. The Bible goes on to tell us in the book of Romans, with the heart, with the heart one believes. With the heart you believe, not with your head. We have to understand that when we begin to feed on or listen to teachings of grace, which we, that's all we teach about is grace and righteousness by faith and God's unconditional love. When you begin to listen to teachings of grace and righteousness by faith and God's love, a lot of the times what happens is that we think that we know it. Logically, we may, logically, we may know it. Logically, I know about grace in my head. Logically, I understand that I'm made righteous because Christ was made, Jesus Christ was made sin, so I am now the righteousness of God. It was a divine exchange. But I'm here to tell you, 
And this is going to be a good teaching for those who have been walking with the Lord for quite some time. And also good foundation for those who are new. If you feel stress, fear, anxiety, or worry in any area in your life, I don't care how many times you've heard about grace. I don't care how many times you've read about righteousness by faith. It's with the heart that one believes. And your life, your life, the uh, results in your life, they are contingent on you believing the truth. Because the truth is you are already blessed. The truth is you are already healed. The truth is you are already free and delivered. You already have the favor of God's uh, the favor of God upon you. You already have been bestowed upon the love of God upon your life, upon your children, upon your family. These are all truths. But just because it's the truth doesn't mean it's going to manifest in your life. Those things, because they are because they are the truth, the minute that you believe right, your life will begin to shine forth with what's already the truth. So the truth is you are already free. You're already blessed. You are already prospered. You are already delivered. But if our hearts don't believe that truth, it doesn't matter what has already been done for us. You see, if we don't cooperate, how? By our actions, by our behavior? No, no. The way that we cooperate is by believing right. Christianity, like I said, is not about right doing. It's about right believing. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. And it will bear witness to the truth with signs and wonders. In other words, if you have a pain in your body, that pain, though it is real, it is a lie. It is not the truth. But when we begin to believe the truth, the Holy Spirit is there to bear witness of the truth with signs and wonders. So I'm talking about the importance of right believing. And I want to zero in on this one, 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 could, this can go so many ways. So I want to zero in on this one important, important fact or truth, I would say. That everything has already been done for us. God is not a demanding God. You see, the battle that we have today is not with powers or principalities or the devil. Anthony, the Bible says, fight the good fight of faith. Yes, correct. You see, the Bible says in Colossians, and this is going to destroy a lot of religious strongholds, so it's good to listen. The Bible says in Colossians that the devil has been defeated. He has been disarmed. The Bible goes on to tell us that powers and principalities have also been disarmed and defeated. They have no more power over your life. The Bible says we have been delivered out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light they have me and the powers of darkness we don't do any i have no dealings with them they have no power over my life that's the truth right but if you and i as a christian if we believe that they have some sort of authority over our life it doesn't matter what is the truth if we believe that they have authority over my kids or my my wife then that is when calamity starts to come forth because it's not about it's not about what we do. It's about what we. What do you believe? What do you believe? And that's why it's important to continuously saturate your heart with teach, teachings of grace, teachings of righteousness by faith, teachings of God's unconditional love. That's why we called, or the Lord did, this ministry truth. Because the Bible says you shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free. The truth will 
bring forth everything that is already present in the spirit into your life. The blessings, the favor, like I was saying, the freedom, family blessings. These are all the troops. So what do we do? And what I say and what I mean by doing again, I'm teaching grace. So I'm saying doing because the only doing that we have is to believe right. So just bear with me as I use the little uh, English that we have to illustrate spiritual realities. So what do we do when fear begins to grip our soul, when pain begins to hit our body, things like that? Because here's the thing. Those feelings, those pains, like I said, they are real, but they are a lie. And. I'm going to unveil the tactic of the enemy here. When those feelings of fear come, what the enemy is trying to have you to do is for you to confess, I'm an anxious person. And you unconsciously are telling a lie because that's not the truth. The truth is 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. God has not given you the spirit of fear or anxiety, but of power, of love, and of a sound and clear mind. That's the truth. That feeling of fear, it's real, but it's a lie. So what are we to do? We are to simply rest and confess. The Bible says with the heart you believe, with the mouth confession is made onto your, onto your sozo, onto your healing, onto your deliverance. When anger comes to your soul, the enemy wants you to confess, you know, I just have such a bad temper. I am the way that I am. That's a lie. And if you will begin to confess a lie. The spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit is there. Almost with his arms crossed, I'm trying to bear witness of the truth in your life. Timothy, Johnny, whatever it is. But you are you are believing a lie. You see, I said the enemy is defeated. The only tactic he has is deceptions and lies. He throws those feelings, those circumstances, those physical symptoms on your life so that he would trick you and have you believe incorrectly. By you believing incorrectly, you will manifest the incorrect results in your life. The curses will be manifested in your life instead of the blessings, which you are blessed, not cursed. So Christianity, it is, it, it is important. It is always about believing. It's not about doing. It's not about uh, rituals. It's not about ceremonial activity, spiritual gymnastics, all these things. It's about believing. Because I'm telling you, you could be very well versed in grace theolo theology in your head and about righteousness by faith. But if you, in your heart, if you're still fidgety, if you're still anxious, if you're still full of anger and hatred, those are all signs, indicators that your heart, though you may know of grace in your in your head, your heart is under law. There is a difference between believing and knowing. And it takes humility to understand that because there's times I teach about deliverance from the law. I teach about God's wonderful grace. I teach about Jesus and his finished work. And there's times where I find myself a little anxious in a specific area. And it's, I have to humble myself under the mighty hand of God because God gives grace to the humble, but resists the proud. At that time, I'll give you a, a quick example. At that time, I have to humble myself and say, well, you know what, Lord? Not out of condemnation, but out of an intimate relationship with Jesus. You know what, Lord? I guess in this area, I'm still believing that you are demanding this of me. I'm asking you to help me, to teach me, and to give me more grace.
and he will teach you and he will help you and gr and great grace will be bestowed upon your life that's that is that is the walk of christianity we are no longer under sin and death meaning when you sin you die that's not what we're under now when we sin we receive super abounding grace that will blow a lot of religious people's minds off when you sin now, you receive super abounding grace. What are you saying, Anthony? Are we to sin? No, I'm saying that when you make a mistake because it is inevitable. What are you believing that moment when you make a mistake? Are you believing that God's about to punish you? Or are you believing the truth that Jesus Christ already bore that punishment for that action? And now you're under God's unclouded favor. And because you're under God's unclouded favor, when you fail, when you make a mistake, you rejoice and position your heart to receive more grace in that area. That is the power of right believing. That is what Christianity is all about. It's not about right doing. That's religion. So it's... And that's why I said this, the only doing, there is no doing. Again, I'm, I'm using limited English. The only doing there is, is to believe right. Here's another example. I was at the gym yesterday morning and I was full of peace. I was, un, I was just flowing with God's grace. I was about to work out. I was stretching. I was about to put some music on that I like to listen to before I work out. And this thought, this is how quick you can jump from grace to law. This thought came to my heart. You should be listening to sermons. That's, that's condemnation. And all of a sudden, I went from, I'm about to freaking knock out a 45 pound each side when I bench press to like life just, and I know you know what I'm talking about, listener. All of a sudden, like, like a vampire just sucked life out of me. That's what condemnation will do to you. And I felt fear grip my body. So, because I know you're in the, I know you've been in this specific scenario, listener. So I'm here to help you. Okay, remember that's what I'm here for—to help you. What do we do? And again, there is no action. But what do we do then? Did, well, Anthony, did you go into the locker room and start to rebuke and and did you text? Uh, did you text Declan to pray for you and bind this devil of fear? <laughs> no, I didn't. Because Declan's probably sleeping. <laughs> no, but seriously, no. You see, what wh what happens is. That is a trap of the devil, like a spider throwing up cobwebs in the air for any insect to ignorantly run into to trap them in the same exact way. When those feelings, they are real, but they are a lie. The trap of the devil, listen to this, okay? You ready? This is going to very, very much set you free. The trap of the devil is when fear grips your soul. He wants you to confess, I'm an anxious person. He wants you to confess, well, I guess I'm just fearful. He wants you to confess what you're feeling so that you will have what you say. And not only that, so that you will believe a lie. Because the devil has been defeated. The only tactic he has is to deceive you and to tell you a lie. And because you are not establishing the truth, you will believe that lie. And whatever you believe is what you will have in this life. Because it is all Christianity is all about faith. Things are already, everything has been done for us, but we activate, in other words, those things simply by believing correctly, by right believing, by faith. Faith is not a law that was taught in, in the circles of word of faith, confess, confess, I believe, I receive, I believe. That's just another trick of the law. Faith, really, faith is believing in your heart. What do you believe? 
What do you believe? Do you believe the truth that though you may feel fear, I am not a fearful person? Why? Because God has not given me the spirit of fear or anxiety, but of power of love. And I have a sound and I have a clear mind full of tranquility because the Bible says in Ephesians, for he is our peace. He is my peace. I am not fearful. I am not anxious. I am full of peace. So I simply ignored that feeling of fear. And I said, well, you know, I guess I guess I was thinking according to the law. I simply ignored it and I rested because that is the only that is the only way that you're able to subdue these things. We're taught in charismatic uh, circles and word of faith and pretty much any church fight. No, no, no. Fight is your death. The only fight we have is to ignore. Write this down. The highest form of spiritual warfare is to ignore it. If I'm talking to my wife, which she never does this, but if I'm talking to my wife and she ignores me, that means she is giving no weight to what I am saying. That means she is dishonoring what I am saying. But if I'm talking to her and she puts her phone down and she's like, yes, honey, and she's listening to me, she's, she's honoring me. She's giving weight to what I am saying. She's accepting what I am saying. So when the devil comes like a little trickster and speaks words of fear, words of doom, uh, throws lying symptoms to your to your body. You need to ignore those things. To ignore is to rest. And I'm in conclusion. Go to Romans chapter eight. I'm gonna I'm gonna focus in on this and close it off. Romans chapter eight. The Bible says, "If we live after the flesh, if we live after self effort, you will die." If you live after works, you will die. If you live according to your self-effort, to your self-will, you will die. But if you, through the Spirit, do mortify or deaden the deeds of the body, you will live. How do we deaden? How do we mortify? How do we subdue the deeds of the body? How do we subdue fear? How do we subdue anxiety? How do we subdue anger? By trying, by rebuking, by grabbing the anointing oil, by grabbing the intercessors, by focusing on it. No, no, no. That is a trap. You focus on it. By, by default, you are giving weight to that lie. Same exact, same exact thing. If my wife is, is listening to me, she's giving weight to what I'm saying. But, she is, but if she ignores me, she's giving no weight to what I'm saying. If the devil comes and talks to you or, or throw or your, even your flesh, because a lot of the time it's not the devil, honestly, it's, it's your flesh. Okay, I'm going to say that one more time. The majority of the times it's not the devil. There's only one devil and he, he's not after you specifically. It's not the devil the majority of the times. It's your flesh. It's your carnal mind. The Bible says it is an enemy full of hatred against God. Your carnal mind, your, your mind full of logic and great statistics and reasoning, human reasoning, which, which the majority of the world and, the, and 90% of the church glorify, is an enemy full of hatred against God. Romans chapter 8. For the carnal mind is an enmity against God. For it cannot be subject to the law of God, neither indeed will ever be. So, how what do we do when these feelings when the symptoms when these thoughts come my friend nothing <laughs> because to ignore is to rest the bible says but if we through the spirit that word spirit is when you read about spirit in the new testament it is always talking about grace 
And when it's always talking about grace, it is always talking about rest. Hebrews chapter 4. So in other words, I can say this. But if we, through rest, do mortify the deeds of the body, you will live. What, what do we do when those obsessive thoughts come? Because I've been there. The minute that I gave weight to those obsessive thoughts and I started thinking about them, forget about it. It was like it was like it was like doomsday in my head. But the minute that I ignored those thoughts and I rested, it was like peace. So that's what happens when we begin to to ignore the flesh. If you focus on it, it will get greater and greater and greater until it will swallow up your entire life, your life, your vigor, your energy, all those things. And I want to leave with this. That is why any minister, and I use that word very loosely, any minister who teaches or preaches on your effort, your own will, your performance is doing the work of the devil. Either they're doing it maliciously, meaning they know it, or the majority of the time they are doing it ignorantly which is what happened with the Jews with Jesus. The Bible says that they were zealous for God, but they were ignorant according to the righteousness of God. And they, being ignorant, went out of their own way to establish their own righteousness and were not subject and did not submit to the righteousness of God, which is by faith without works. Romans chapter uh, 9. So anyone, any minister that is teaching you about works, about your self-will, about your effort, about your performance, he or she is doing the work of the devil. He is a minister of darkness, whether he does it ignorantly or he does it maliciously. Where is that in the Bible, Anthony? I need to read this in the Bible. Go to Galatians. The Bible says, uh, it's no wonder. I believe it's in Galatians, but just Google it for yourself. The Bible says, it's no wonder that Satan... Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. It's no wonder that, that his ministers are ministers of righteousness whose end is according to works. Whoa. The Bible says the devil transforms himself to an angel of light. In other words, he's trying to imitate the Holy Spirit and condemn you and say that it's God, but it's not. And in other words, his ministers are not ministers who wear all black with with eyeliner. His ministers are ministers according to ministers of righteousness according to works. That is crazy. So I'll end with this. The way that we subdue any type of fleshly desire, fear, anxiety. You have to ignore it. And I know those feelings are strong, but that is a stronghold that will be uprooted by the Spirit the minute that you ignore it, like a power steering wheel. When you ignore it, the Spirit of grace is there to lift you up out of there. But if you engage it, if you focus on it, if you talk about it, if you rebuke it, if you condemn it, if you keep, if you keep giving weight to it, it will get stronger and stronger and stronger. So what we are to do is to ignore it. In other words, to rest. 
So I want to leave you guys with that. And I really I really want to encourage you because this this will really transform your life. And it was very strong me. So I want you to do me this favor. Listen to it at least two times. Because I'm telling you, if you ask the Lord for understanding and wisdom, this is the answer to to that deliverance that you've been crying out for. I've been there. I'm telling you. I was talking to Drea about this. That the ministers of God, the Bible says that the farmer always partakes of the first crops before he goes out and sells the other crops. In other words, God works in me and in Drea what he wants for us to understand so that we would give this light to the people. The Bible says, For Jacob has received light and he has given it to all of Israel. We receive the spiritual meat. We chew it up. We experience it. We, we handle the word in our own personal life. We receive it through revelation. And we impart it to you for your help for your deliverance, for your exhortation to build you up, to help you. That is the answer to that problem that you're searching for. I'm telling you. So this is your answer to your anxiety problem. This is your answer to that addiction problem because all addictions are rooted in fear and in anxiety. Listen to what I'm saying. Every single bondage is rooted in fear and in anxiety. Fear and anxiety is the law. So any addiction, be it cigarette, be it pornography, be it obsessive thinking, be it anger, be it whatever it is, every addiction is rooted in fear and in anxiety. And those are the law. So the minute that you are learning about grace and your heart believes right, my friend, there is your freedom. So I want to encourage you, play this at least two times. And play it back. I know one person said that she was tired, so she played she played us in slow-mo. <laughs> I wonder how that sounded. I was super slow. But uh, listen to it. And I know for a fact this is the answer to a lot of a lot of people's bondages. Because this was the answer for mine. And uh, it will really help you. Ask the Lord to help you. Ask the Lord to show you wisdom. Ask the Lord to give you understanding. And He will. And my friend, in no time, you will be walking in complete freedom by grace without effort. So I love you guys. Share this with your people. Share this with your uh, sphere of influence. Stay tuned for the next one. Peace. Hey, guys, we want to thank you for tuning in. We pray that this quickened your heart. If you'd like to give a one time or become a monthly partner, visit our website and hit that Give Now button up at the top. We thank you in advance and pray that you continue to receive everything God has already given you by grace.